Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Games Parlay, the show where myself, Billy Hatfield, and my co-host, Matt, we talk about games, the good, the bad, and our favorites. Uh, this episode, you're probably thinking to yourself, Billy, it's the middle of the week. What are you doing? Well, the answer is, and you probably know this, there was a Nintendo Direct today. Uh, and so I have my buddy Matt here. Matt, why don't you go ahead and say hello. Hello. How's it going? Going great. I'm super stoked. Um, so we're here. We're going to talk about the Nintendo Direct that, uh, as, as of this recording, just happened. Uh, and, you know, what, what, when we get started here, uh, I do want to mention that if you have not watched the Direct yet, and uh, we are obviously going to be talking about everything that's in it. So if you wanted to see some of this stuff for yourself, you know, go watch it, come back, and then kind of see what we have to say about it. Or if you just want to hear from us, that's totally fine, too. Um, but also, while I know some people were disappointed in the Direct, um, we have some really great stuff here to talk about. So uh, I'm, I'm amped. How are you feeling, Matt? I feel mostly good. Um, you had mentioned that some people feel a little disappointed. Um, I think, in general, it was overall kind of mid, but with like a couple of fairly big highlights. Mm -hmm. It's kind of how I felt about the whole thing. Yeah. Well, so let's go ahead and dive right in. I think our audience can kind of figure out why I'm hyped uh, <laughs> as, we, as, as we move forward. So let's start with the opening. I did not think it would be the very first thing to come up. I should have known better. I was a little surprised by that, too. It's kind of how the Game Awards went, too, though. Yeah. We started with our new Smash Bros. character, uh, Pyra slash Mithra. Uh, from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um, I, I think it's a solid pick. I think it's a pretty good pick. Um, I was surprised. I didn't think we'd have more Xenoblade representation since Shulk is already in. Mm -hmm. um, I do like that it's a combo character between the two of them. I think that's kind of unique. The only one that I'm aware of that does that is Pokemon Trainer. Uh, so. Zelda and Sheik used to do that. Right. Used to do that. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Um, I know people are going to be upset that it's another, you know, sword wielding <laughs> character, but, but it's an anime not... sword girl this time. Exactly, <laughs> not a sword boy. Um, um, I like it. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, the move set looks really, really cool. Uh, seems relatively faithful to the game itself. Um, I was actually watching this uh, with my buddy Luke. Uh, we hopped into a Discord call and actually watched it. And he was mentioning that he was very glad that uh, Pyra's outfit was edited just a little bit <laughs> uh, to be better suited for Smash. Um, and I would agree. I'm kind of in that camp, too. <laughs> That's good. I haven't played Xenoblade 2 yet. so I haven't either, um, but I've seen cutscenes. <laughs> okay. Uh, from, when, from when one of my roommates was playing it, uh, he was like, you have to see how bad this, this is. Uh, and it's very anime. Got it. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I think we um, all know what you mean. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Smash is still super big. Uh, I, I mentioned it in our last, the last time we talked about Smash being our uh, hopes for 2021 episode. Um, but since Sephiroth, I, I'm good. You know, they could have added anybody and I'd have been happy. Um, there's still two characters left. So... Keep your fingers crossed for whatever it is you're hoping for, and we'll see what we get. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, overall, I think the second um, challenger pack has been really good. Um, people are obviously going to people are always upset about everything when it comes to Smash yeah. Bros. So like, it it doesn't matter. I think it's pretty cool. Um, and like you said, there's still two more slots left, so we can still see, for instance, a Crash or a Spyro or a I don't know what else people want. Sora. That's not going to happen, but you know. No, no, they've already said that was not <laughs> happening. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on to the second game, Fall Guys is finally coming to Switch. Um, I I think it's too too little too late for Fall Guys, in my opinion. I was going to say the same thing. It, I wanted it like this spring and summer when it was really big. Um, it would have been really cool to have on the Switch back then. I know that like development takes some mm-hmm. time, obviously, but I think considering the fact that it was such a big deal for such a short time, I think it's kind of, I don't want to say it's a dead game, but like yeah. it's definitely not the big hyped up um, like social media mm-hmm. um, like sorry, I'm, I forgot it. I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's one of those things. It's like Fall Game. Fall Guys is fun. Like I, I got it when it came out on PC. I was in on that hype. I played it a bunch. Um, you know, it was really fun to play with friends. Um, but it's just not there anymore. Um, I know they've been updating it. I know they've been working really hard. I know their player base is really, really strong. And maybe getting it on the Switch is enough to kind of revitalize that. Maybe there'll be a lot more audience outreach that way. Um, but quite honestly, I'm a little worried as well for Fall Guys. Uh, it's it's a platform game. Yeah, it's silly. It doesn't require super precise movement. But I, I'm a little worried that Nintendo's online is not going to be able to compensate well for Fall Guys. I didn't even think of that. That's a really good point. Um, yeah, it, it is fairly... Um detailed like you have to be pretty accurate with what you do in some of those games mm-hmm. so yeah so we'll mario see. 3d all <laughs> mario 3d world um yeah. has similar issues already it'll be interesting to see how that fares out yeah so anyway if you're excited for fall guys definitely pick it up if you if you didn't get in on it the first time and it's still like 20 bucks it's definitely worth playing for a little bit um but we got a lot to get through so let's move on outer wilds uh, was the next one they announced. I think this looks really cool. I, I do too. It's a pretty popular game. Um, I think the mechanic of it reminds me a lot of like Majora's Mask, where it's That's literally what I have written. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like the whole the galaxy or whatever explodes. You have to figure out the mysteries behind what's going on. It sounds really intriguing. And I know that it's like very exploration and. Um, puzzle base and I think that sounds like a really cool concept yeah I literally wrote space Majora's Mask perfect um, yeah it looks cool I know a lot of people have like raved about this game uh, I'd say one of the difficulties of it was it came out around the same time as Outer Worlds uh, and so I always get the two mixed up <laughs> in my head uh, I do too <laughs> but it, it does look cool uh, I will say it's not like one of my first picks here but you know, anything coming to the Switch, I'm pretty happy about. All right. Long-awaited Famicom Detective Club Games. 
I don't know what these are. I don't either. I put what on my thing. Um, they look fine. They're, they're visual novels, crime-based uh, visual novels. There's two of them coming out. Um, from what I understand, these are like recreations of older visual novel games. Um, so if you're into that kind of thing, that's probably, that's, I mean, that might be for you. There's two of them and they're being sold separately. Um, I don't know the, the price point, but if you're into those kind of games, that might be the one for you. <laughs> Uh, next is Samurai Warriors 5 um, I, I'm kind of interested in this one initially um, so it came up and uh, you're going to have to watch the trailer but I thought the, gra the graphics looked very much like 3DS graphics um, when it started like 3DS graphics? yeah like it's like this reminded me of the way the, the 3DS kind of looked um, just without the 3D, obviously. Um, but I mean, it's it's Koei Tecmo. It's Dynasty Warriors. I don't really have much more to say on that one. I mean, yeah, it looks kind of cool. Like, if if you if like Dynasty into... Warriors, like if you like those kind of games, you'll probably like this one. Um, I have to say though, Koei Tecmo is going nuts this year. They've been cranking out things at a crazy pace. It's yeah ridiculous and it's like yeah it's all the same like style of game but like i mean it's crazy they got the they got age of calamity at the end of last year uh persona 5 strikers just came out uh we've got this game on the way uh and there's another one down the list that we're gonna get to um that there that that was also on today's direct so good on koei tecmo <laughs> Uh, next up on our list, Legend of Mana. I'm here for it. I I knew you would be here for it when I saw it. I don't know what it is. Is it related to Trials of Mana, I assume? Yes. So there's Secret of Mana, Trials of Mana, Legend of Mana. I think those that's it. Now, I'm going to be completely honest here. I have not played any of the Mana games. Um, I am one of those people that I really want to play the original Secret of Mana. I just haven't bought the collection that has the original games, because uh, I heard the the remake was not very good. Uh, I heard the Trials of Mana remake was really, really good. Uh, so I'm very interested in this Legend of Mana remake. Uh, it looks super cool if you, if you didn't get a chance to see it. Um, it it's a traditional turn-based RPG. Or not turn-based RPG. It's an action RPG, just like Secret of Mana and Trials of Mana. Um, and basically what they mentioned is that like there are these artifacts, and when you find them you choose when to place them on the map, which discovers new things for you to do. I think so that's really interesting and, like, very unique. That sounds really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, the graphic style is still, like, pixel. Um, you know, it's more, like, 32-bit than, like, 16-bit type stuff, but it looks really, really pretty. Um, you can switch between the original music and the reimagined music. Um, it looks neat. Uh, not... You know, if you know me by this point, you know I'm an RPG guy. Uh, I'm all for um, these kinds of remakes and stuff. So, uh, anything else on that one, Matt? Eh, not for me. Yeah, fair I'm enough. I'm glad you're excited for it. Yeah. All right, Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, I just want to touch on the trailer. They really didn't add anything new. Um, it looks cool. I've not played the demo. Uh, I played Monster Hunter World uh, when I bought my new PC. 
it came with it. Um, I liked it. Monster Hunter's fine. Um, but for most people, it's just, do you like Monster, Monster Hunter? If the answer is yes, then you're going to like this game. I tried the previous Monster Hunter. I think I checked it out from the library. Mm. And I had a really hard time getting into it. For me, it was like the menu navigation. I just didn't understand how to play the game, I guess. There's a lot of stuff. Um, you know, again, it's one of those things that like Monster Hunter knows their fan base and they're just going to keep doing stuff for them. Not that that's a bad thing, but like when you're new trying to get into these games, it can be a little harrowing at times to to figure out what's going on. And it's really fun with friends. So like I played it solo. I played it and I played a couple games with a buddy. Um it's definitely a much more social game. Uh which again, switch online, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, they seem to be pushing that in like the trailers especially. They always show people like squatting up to play. Uh-huh. I think the cool like um whip swinging thing yeah. looks like a lot of fun. I saw in the trailer too, you can use it to like tie up a monster and then control the monster. That seems pretty cool. Yeah, it's, they're adding a lot of new stuff. It seems like really rad. So we'll see. Uh, I don't know if it's one that I'll be picking up, but for you Monster Hunter fans out there, it's that's coming out real soon. Like I think that's March, end of March. So, all right, here's a sleeper hit I was not prepared for, and I'm so excited. Mario Golf. I'm pretty hyped for this, actually. I saw. I... Lo- Sorry, go ahead. Go for it. I was gonna say I saw like a lot of people talking about the potential of this happening, like just in the past, I don't know, day or two. Mm-hmm. Um, just all of a sudden, now people were like, "Oh, I want Mario Golf," and I was like, "There's a Mario Golf." <laughs> <laughs> but well, this looks I'll... really fun. Yeah, I'll say John Cartwright uh, at Nintendo Life. The dude's a prophet, I swear. Because uh, he was the one that I saw. He tweeted the other day and was like, it has been a decade since the last Mario Golf. It was on the Wii. Um, which is wild. Uh, and so, yeah, th- this looks so much fun. Um, like, I don't know what it is about golf games. Like, I don't really like, like, the Tiger Woods golf games, like the actual ones. But, like, these, like, weird spin-off golf games, I am so for. Um there's a story mode? Like, yeah, what's up with that? Golf story style story mode where you're trying to be the best golfer in the Mushroom Kingdom. The multiplayer speed golf mode? That yes! That really fun. That looks so hectic and fun. I'm all about it. Um, I think even with the issues the Switch normally has with online, I think that, that mode can still be a lot of fun. Um, I'm sure there's going to be local, local play um, with that kind of stuff. Um, I would imagine so. I like the story mode has RPG mechanics. Yeah, you can like upgrade your character and like change their stats and stuff. Like, that's yeah, really crazy. I mean, it's all the other sports games do it. Like, you know, you do like the my career modes and like the NFL games and stuff, and you upgrade your stats. But like, it's really weird to see it finally break into Mario Golf. Um, something else that's really really cool that we're gonna see again later that I think is a great trend that they need to highlight more. I like that this game has motion control and button control. 100% agreed. I like motion controls sometimes, but it's hard to do them all the time. So I like that you can choose between one or the other, depending on how you feel. I think that's that just makes perfect sense. Well, and 
you know, if I'm just feeling really, really casual about it, of course, I'm going to want to play just on my on my chair and play with the controller. But like, if I'm playing with a group of friends, like, this seems like the best time to use the motion control type stuff. And yeah, that makes sense. Good, also, on, good like, on them. From like an accessibility standpoint, too, it mm -hmm. makes the game easier for more people to play, which I think is also yes. very important. Yes, I am all for that. And we'll, we'll touch on that again down the list. Uh, next up is Tales of the Borderlands. Um, that got announced for Switch. I'm kind of whatever about most of the Tales of games in this style. I say Tales of, there's like an RPG series called Tales of, but here we're talking about the... Uh, um, shoot, I forget that studio. Telltale, right? Telltale, thank you, yes. yes. Um, so I, I never really think of Borderlands as the storytelling experience. So not my thing, but it's cool that it's there. Yeah, uh, it makes a lot of sense considering they just had Borderlands come over to the Switch. Mm -hmm. When was that? About a year ago now? Maybe a little yeah. less? Something like that. So it does make yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, here's something I'm super excited for. Uh, the Capcom Arcade stuff. Um, I, I love this for two reasons. Uh, one, I do like just having retro games available. Um, just in general but the other thing is like i love and there's this conversation about like remakes and stuff like that too but i love preserving retro things like not everybody has the money or the means or even the location to go out and like collect retro games um and people are hoarders like once they realize how much something is worth they're not getting rid of it um, yeah i know exactly what you mean um yeah. i looked a little bit into just collecting some stuff from my Game Boy Advance that I got um, from Christmas from my wife. And like a lot of the games that I want, they're either impossible to find or cost like 100 to $200. And it's yeah. like, on the one hand, I kind of get it because it's a collector's item, but like there's also, for some of those games, like Pokemon Crystal Version, for instance, there's not really another way for me to play that game right now. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I, I'm a big fan of stuff like this, and it's and it's all the original stuff. Like it's just ports of the originals, and I think it's great to put them all into one place to to play them. I agree. So, I might not like play that. that many of them. Like out of the ones that they showed, I think the only one I'm super interested in is Street Fighter Two. Um, but I like that it's there. I agree. All right, so we got some weird ones coming up in this <laughs> section. Stubbs the zombie. I literally just have a question mark next to it in my notes. <laughs> I, I, put, no, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I, I put it looks funny. It doesn't look great. It doesn't look like it would be fun to play. Uh, but it looks like something I would love to watch somebody play. I was going to say I would love to watch you play that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to get it. I don't think so. <laughs> It would be fun to watch someone play. I agree with you. Yeah. So I, that's kind of where I'm at on that one. I, if you didn't see, it's like a, you play as a zombie um, and you are creating your own horde to fight against the humans. Um, and there was like a scene of like him running around or like he had a jetpack on and stuff and it looked super weird. Um, so I don't know. Maybe some more info will come out on it, and it'll be a more of like a it'll be one of these sleeper hits. 
I want no more info to come out about it, honestly. <laughs> I just kind of want it to come out and have that be all that we know about it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, no More Heroes 3. We I've knew that it. was coming, but I think we just got the release date for the first time. Is that correct? Yes. I think so. I, I didn't know much about it going into seeing this trailer. I actually kind of forgot about it, if I'm being honest. I think um, we got a trailer for it this summer or at E3 2019, something like that. I don't know. I don't but remember. I, I knew it was coming. I don't think we had the release date, but it does look pretty fun. It looks so fun. I love the idea that all of the bosses you have to fight, you have to pay to fight the bosses, so you have to go do like regular people things. Uh, to get the money to fight them. Like, if that were, like, a thing in, like, an actual RPG, I'd be a little upset, but, like, the way... This this game's presentation, like, nails it. It's... And the minigame stuff is funny. Like, uh, I heard it best. It's, like... It's almost like a a Yakuza game uh, with, like, the Yakuza minigames and, like, pop culture references. Uh, like, the trailer ends with him doing the Akira slide. Um, it, it looks super funny. I'm here for it. Um, I think the first two games actually came out on Switch this summer. Um, that sounds so I'm, I might have to get like get those and play them in, in anticipation for this one. But we'll see. It looks fun. Uh, and we'll see. All right. This next one I had a lot of question marks next to. I'm Neon looking White. at the- I'm looking at the title right now, and I forgot everything that was in that trailer. <laughs> it was like the this first-person shooter card pickup. Right, right, yeah. I remember now. Thank you. I, I'm not it looks sh- weird. It looks super weird. I'm not sure if it's like... Is it a roguelike? Is it... like a, Does it have a story? Like I, I couldn't quite pin my finger on what this game is actually trying to be. Um, when I was watching the gameplay footage, like just the way it moved reminded mm-hmm. me of Overwatch. And I say that as somebody who knows nothing about Overwatch, <laughs> just watches my friends play it. And I'm like, oh, this looks like it would be fun. Yeah. And so, like, I was looking at it and I was like, this looks like it would be fun if I knew it was happening. Right. That's kind of where I'm at. I don't know what the. They didn't show enough for me to know, like, what the goal is. Or it looked like there was, like, a. Um. Uh, like there were cutscenes with these characters where like their image, their like anime art would pop up, and then there'd be text, almost like a visual novel style. I don't, I don't really know. It seems like it was trying to be a lot of things. I'd, I'd like to see more info, um, and kind of see what the game's about. But at this time, I don't know a whole lot based on the trailer. Yeah, I agree. All right, here comes my least favorite thing from this direct. What do you mean? DC just, Superhero Girls. It looks teen phenomenal. Power. What are you this looks about? like the worst thing <laughs> I've ever seen. And I cannot believe it got a spot on the direct. I mean, I, I can believe it. Okay, do you remember the Bakugan trailer? Yeah. Yeah, this reminded me a lot of that, where a company paid Nintendo a lot of money to be put in a direct like this. Oh, it's like own direct. Yeah. Yeah, th- this is just terrible. No way you spin this. Like, Stubbs the zombie looks dumb, but this is the worst thing I've ever seen come out well, of something like this. 
I will admit that we are just simply not the target audience. If you are a young girl who likes video games and also really likes superheroes, I could see you enjoying this. But at the same time, it doesn't look like it's a super high quality product. Here's here's my thing. Uh, I put the words, this looks awful in pandering in like a really terrible way. Um, I I don't like the quote unquote girl game thing. Um, Because it's like, oh, look, we're teen girls. Ha ha. I'm going to take a selfie. Check out these comments. Like, come on. Um, That's a very fair point. I, it could have just been DC superhero girls, and it could just could have just been like a beat 'em up. But it's got that gross, like too big eye, like old cartoon style. Looks like um, Teen Titans Go. Yes, me. yes. Um, and I was just I saw it and I was like, come on, DC, can't even make a game right. Come on. <laughs> um. At least it's not the Snyder Cut. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. DC Superhero Girls Teen Power Snyder Cut. I'd watch it. Uh, where teen Harley Quinn smokes weed behind the school. I don't know. I saw it and I, I was just know. like, come on. I I, I, I get it. I, I hope it's better than it looks. Uh, but I just am... That one actually really upset me, <laughs> personally. Then but, let's move on. Yeah. To something uh, that confused me. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies? Yes. Battle for Neighborville? Here's the thing. I did not play the game myself, but I heard Garden Warfare was, like, amazing. I don't know what those words meant. Uh, so, the original Plants vs. Zombies was, like, like kind of like, I hate to hesitate to call it a puzzle game. But it was like you had like a grid and the zombies would come from the right side of the screen and you'd place plants down that on the left side of the screen that would shoot at the zombies. Right. That's and, all and I know it, about the franchise. Yeah. So after that. I think it was Xbox One era or like late Xbox 360 had a game called Garden Warfare. And it's basically what you saw in this trailer. Like this is this is just a sequel to that game. Um so like it looks fine. It's it's a shooter, you know, it's cartoony, you know, I think again it's like not for us. Right, it's Plants vs. Zombies Fortnite. That's that's what it yes. is. I actually had that because they uh because of Fortnite, I now associate anything that has like like a box of color and then behind it is just a lighter shade of that color slightly offset. Um that that to me is the Fortnite uh <laughs> presentation box. Uh, yeah. in this in this game definitely did it makes sense um but i mean it looks fine like if you liked the original garden warfare you're probably gonna have a good time with this one uh it's also called sorry it's called battle for neighborville this one so we'll see uh also oh yeah it also looks like the games have always been cartoony um so i kind of i'm kind of down with the art style and stuff so right it's true to the way the franchise always was so that yeah. makes sense yeah. Uh, moving on. We we still got a good amount to cover here. Uh, Metopia. I'm excited for this one. Um, I couldn't tell what was happening. <laughs> so, Metopia was actually a 3DS game. That's why uh, I didn't understand it. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's a 3DS game, and I'm a little... Like, there's no Miiverse, uh, which the 3DS had. Um, so I'm a little... You know, that's kind of sad. But um, the way it worked was you would... It's an RPG, uh, but it's about, like, the Dark Lord steals everybody's faces and puts them on monsters. Um, and the bosses are, like, people in Miiverse or stuff like that, uh, like, different characters. Um, it's so, like, I watched a Let's Play of it. Um, it was uh, Peanut Butter Gamer's Let's Play of it on his channel. Um, and, like, the Dark Lord was Sonic. Like, somebody had a Sonic me, and so it was the Dark Lord Sonic. That's um, pretty funny. There was, like, a guard, um, and they made him Shaggy. Um, shaggy looking for Scooby-Doo? Yes. Nice. So, like, that that's kind of fun, right? Um, but again, I'm a little off-put by there being no Miiverse, and I don't remember if I said anything about an online, like, me-sharing thing. So I don't, I don't recall. Know. Yeah. I I don't want this to be a $60 game. It shouldn't be a $60 game. I think we're looking at, like, a $20 game, if we're being honest, but... Um, We'll see, we'll see what they end up charging for it. Like I said, it's a 3DS game. It looks it looks cute. Um, but without Miiverse, it's kind of losing some charm. Here's one I didn't see coming. Mario items in Animal Crossing. I think it looks really cool. Um, I'm here there for are it. so many items, it looks like. Yeah, I was not prepared for that. Um, I, that might be enough to get me to play the game again. Really? Uh, like, hop back in and, like, do it's some Mario-themed like island stuff. People were made for you. That's pretty crazy. It's been a while, yeah. Um, I am excited for the prospects that this could bring. Um, I'm not going to get my hopes up, but I'm hoping that means we get Zelda stuff in the future. Dude, if we could, like, have the Master Sword and, like, yeah. chop down trees with the Master Sword, <laughs> that'd, that'd be, be cool. pretty sick. So, I, I wrote this down, um... So the the we might have mentioned this in the Animal Crossing episode we did ages ago, um, but the 3DS version of the game, uh, uh, New Leaf, um, had a system with the, within the 3DS. So the 3DS had a like if your DS was in sleep mode and you were walking around with it, it would give you coins. Like if you walk so many steps, you got so many coins. And, like, these coins were used in various games. Like, in Majora's Mask, you could use the uh, the coins to, like, buy hints. Uh, same in uh, Link, Link Between Worlds. Um, but Animal Crossing had fortune cookies. And when you bought, you could buy one a day. Um, and you would use these points you got from walking. And your fortune cookie gave you a different Nintendo-themed item. So like there was the Master Sword, there was the there was Majora's Mask, there was a Fees mask that you could wear. Same with Majora's Mask, you could actually wear them. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah, there was the coin. There was uh, question mark blocks, mushrooms. There was a Samus helmet. Uh, I think you could actually get Samus's ship, and it would play like the music when you hit it. Um, that da 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 kind of thing so when cool. you hit the ship. And so I always wondered like. Why did none of that stuff make it over? And it's because they were working on it. So I'm hoping, I'm hopeful that this means we'll get more Nintendo-themed items in 
New Horizons uh, as it as it continues. The warp pipe is also super cool. That's so cool. Uh, it makes me want to put my house where no one can reach it and then put the warp pipe there. So you have to take the warp pipe to get to my oh, house. That's a really good idea. That's awesome. So, yeah, I, I'm excited. I, I think I could have a lot of fun with it. So we'll see what comes from that. Okay, here it comes. Project Triangle Strategy. I saw this and like they played like the the trailer with like the flames and I was like that's definitely the crystals like that's trying to be the crystals uh or something final fantasy related and I was like oh my gosh this is the art style from Octopath is it Octopath 2 that's what I thought at first too I was kind It's of- not quite Octopath 2 but honestly I'm so down from this down for this this game project triangle strategy is final fantasy tactics but Octopath or Fire Emblem, or whatever other tactics game you want to pull out. Uh, this game looks insane. It um, looks pretty crazy. Like, just some of the more detailed game mechanics that they showed us, like the different elements and how they interact with each other look really cool. And yes. then the whole um, like morality system looks really interesting, too. Yes. So this game, like, in-game like combat wise it's grid based combat if you're familiar with fire emblem or final fantasy tactics you've got those kinds of things but like stuff actually interacts with the environment like if there's a pool of water and you throw a lightning spell in it it's going to hit everybody standing in the water from what it looked like yeah and you could even like use a fire spell and melt ice and turn it into that pool of water yeah um you can like if people are nearby they'll do like flank attacks or team up attacks or there's so much stuff like a a lot of tactic games are not one-dimensional because they have their own level of difficulty um but this just is adding there's so much stuff um to like think about and options for you to do and that's just the combat outside of combat there are choices and they, they their words were choices and consequences uh and the story changes based on what you pick. Certain characters will join you based on what you choose. Some will refuse to join you based on what you pick. Um, there are, uh, they narrowed it down to, like, your options will be, like, utility, morality, or liberty. Like, are you trying to get something out of it? Are you morally one way? Or are you all about freedom and liberty? Like, and those decisions impact what the what happens in the future of the game. Uh, it, it looks so in-depth and crazy. It looks very cool. I really love the idea of a lot of those mechanics. I'm just not sure if I can personally get into the gameplay. That's totally fair. Which uh, kind of disappointed me because I really like everything else about it. Like I love the Octopath art style. Mm-hmm. The, the story stuff and the choices seems really interesting. Um, I'm just not sure if I can get behind the combat, but it like seems extremely different from other tactics games that I've seen. So I might give it a shot. Um, I was texting a mutual friend of ours, Hunter, um, throughout the whole direct, and I told him literally, this is just a Billy game. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. Uh, But here's the thing. It's not coming out until 2022, and they have a demo available right now. It is installing on my Switch as we speak. 
Uh, I'm not surprised at all. So I'm very excited. And they're going to do it. So the thing is, Octopath is the same developing studio as um, uh, Bravely Default. Uh, So it's that same, like, section of Square Enix that are making all these, like, crazy RPGs. Um, And so just like with Bravely Default 2, they're going to have a feedback survey at some point. So I'm really excited to give the demo a shot um, and kind of you know, see what kind of feedback they're looking for when that comes around. You should let me know how it goes. I might give the demo a try. Yeah, I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to actually stream that one at some point. Um, just because, I don't know. There's a, I know there's a limited amount of people that would want to, like, dive into that right away. So it'd be cool to sh- share that. Uh, Star Wars Hunters. Meh. I know nothing about it. From what I understand, it's Star Wars Fortnite. Uh, And also, it is important to mention it is being developed by Zynga, which is the developer behind all those old Facebook games. Like 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 Farmville? Farmville? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and Mafia, and whatever else was a thing at the time. Uh, Zynga was like the main developer for all of those, so I am already kind of turned off by that. I agree. Uh, But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Knockout City. I have mixed feelings on this. I think the premise reminded me a lot of that Ninjala game. Yes, was I was thinking the same the thing. Summer. Yeah. And I played that for like, I don't know, two hours, and then that was about it. Yeah, I did not like that one either. Um, and also like that, I really like the art direction. I'm a I'm a big fan of like the whole futuristic punky type thing. I think that's really neat. Um, I watched a video from Nintendo Life right after the direct because they reviewed this and actually had some hands-on experience with the PC version of the game. Hmm. Um, the guy from Nintendo Life seemed to like it quite a bit, actually. Okay. So. Um, it's pretty interesting. You're also able to like, there's different game modes. So there's like three different ways to play the game. And in one oh, of them, okay. you actually use your teammates as the dodgeball. Like they fold up. You can throw your teammates at the other team. Ha. Huh. Which is kind of kind of crazy. So That's I don't know. It it could be it could be pretty fun. I would say the game itself didn't look bad, but the trailer really confused me. Um, How so? So the trailer had like what looked like the Counter Strike guy, uh, or like it looked like it was from Counter Strike, and then we had the 16-bit princess and the, oh, yeah. the World of Warcraft orc. Yeah. You're right. I had what was happening. Yeah, and I was really confused. I was like, okay, what are we getting into? This looks like it could be kind of rad. And then we got into the game, and it was none of those things. Um, and, like, after the fact, they're like, okay, they're saying that, like, anybody can come in and play this game. Um, which is fine. Um, but they spent more time setting up a bit I was confused about than telling me about the game. So the game might be fine, but the, the trailer was super confusing. So if if you're listening and you haven't watched it yet, I would recommend just, like, looking for a gameplay trailer um, first, and then you can watch the real trailer. Um, but, but yeah, we'll see. that Nintendo Life review is actually pretty useful, so I recommend that as well. We love our Nintendo Life here. 
All right. World's End Club. Um, I saw this and I was like, oh, this looks like Danganronpa. Uh, which I'm pretty sure the trailer was like from the developers of Danganronpa. And I was like, okay, makes sense. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Danganronpa, it's like a visual novel type game. Um, game Grumps is playing one right now. I wasn't super into them. Um, but this one looks kind of neat, uh, story-wise. I'll be um, honest, I have zero opinion on this. <laughs> Sorry. The, the general premise... Uh, for listeners was that it's you start off like within this like game like they called it with the game of fate or something like that and then like the game gets canceled then you find out like there's nobody in japan anymore uh so it's like a side scroller visual novel type hybrid and it looks fine i mean like it's not i don't think it's really gonna be my thing um i think it's funny because i think that's like the premise of most of the danganronpa games is like there's a game and you have to play by its rules to to survive and this one is like making fun of that so it's probably more for the people who are already fans of those games but we'll see maybe more when it comes around uh physical release of hades i'm upset because i don't want to buy this game again (laughs) yeah but the art book looks so cool yeah this is this is beyond well deserved um you know it's man down the line we're gonna have a hades episode so we don't want to linger on this one too long um it's a good it's a good game it's so good uh and this physical release not only comes with the game it gives you a pc download for the soundtrack which is incredible uh and the 32 page character compendium that was drawn by the artists of the game like, I really want that. <laughs> a plus, super giant, well deserved. Like, I'm. They should have gotten a physical release from the get go, but you never know I how agree. these games go. We should try to lean into that angle of it more. This game yeah. should have gotten a physical release right away. Yeah. Uh, Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. I don't have a whole lot of emotional ties to the Ninja Gaiden series. Um. I, honestly, I'm more familiar with the 2D games than I am the 3D games. Uh, but again, I'm all for preserving older games and giving people another shot at them. I agree with that sentiment. I have never heard of these games in my entire life. <laughs> they are brutally hard. Like the, the 2D games are like ridiculously stupid hard. Um, but it's cool. 3D. Uh, the th- it's the 3D Ninja Gaiden games. Uh, it, this is all. This is Koei Tecmo as well. So like, they're going they're going pretty crazy here uh, this year. Um, also, they have dead or alive characters in it, uh, which is an older fighting game series. Um, I say older, uh, but they just had a new game somewhat recently. Dead or alive is well known for their stupid beach volleyball games. Um, I I don't know why, uh, but they were fighting games first, so it's cool to see those characters make their way back into Ninja Gaiden or like a. To see their ref- cross references. Uh, moving on, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity DLC. This one was like brought up like very briefly. Uh, it was very brief. I actually had to go back and rewatch the announcement trailer to like because okay, so in the trailer they didn't tell you anything that's going to no. be in the DLC. 
they left up this um, image for like five or ten <laughs> seconds. Yeah. So I went through and I typed it all out. So great. Um, on May twenty eighth, you get if you purchase the DLC by May twenty eighth, you get a bonus. Um, you get a new weapon and costume for Link. The first wave of the DLC comes out in July. It says that there's an expanded roster, new weapon types, new challenges in the Royal Ancient Lab, and new enemies. Hmm. Um, and then there's a second wave in November. But my notes got messed up here. And so <laughs> I lost what it said. But I do remember that it said also an expanded roster in November. Um, new weapons for existing characters and new maps. There was one other piece that I am missing. Hmm. So it seems to be a pretty substantial DLC, if especially if they're expanding the roster in both sets. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I'm for it. I, I was talking about it when I was on my Discord call. I almost 100%ed this game as is, like in like two weeks or something. The only thing yeah, I didn't do... More. Yes, and I'm very excited about that. Because um, the only thing I had left to do was get all the Korok seeds, and I wasn't doing that. So, like, that was literally it. I, then I had everything done. Um, my save site file will be at 98% until this game comes, or until this DLC comes out. Makes sense to me. Just like in Breath of the Wild, the Korok seeds are too much. Yes. There's no need. Yes. Um... Uh, moving on again, Bravely Default 2. I don't have much more to say about this one. I think I gushed about it enough in our older uh, episode, but man, I'm so ready, you guys. We are a week away, and I'm going to cry. Yeah, I'm going to miss you when you go away for like, the next two weeks. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. This podcast is going to be on hold until I finish this game, which will be a while. <laughs> You have to get a sub at work. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking a personal day. <laughs> One personal day? Billy, come on. <laughs> no, I need uh, a week of personal days. <laughs> no, I, I'm excited. You guys know this. I, I don't need to talk about it much more. Uh, Ghosts and Ghouls. Whatever. I believe that was announced. Just like a little reminder thing, kind of like yeah. default. Yeah, I... It's fine. Uh, I'm not super big on it, but if people are excited for it, more power to you. Uh, Saga Frontier Remastered. Now, I don't know anything about this series. All I know is it's a Square Enix RPG. So... So you at least have a baseline <laughs> yeah. want of it. Yes. Um, I will say, though, I'm not a huge fan of the art style in this remaster. Um, and maybe it's something I can get over as we go. I I don't know. It looks a little too like chibi. Um, which is fine. It's just not really for me. Um, it's one of the reasons I haven't played some of the older Final Fantasy games because of the way the art remasters them. But we'll see. Um, maybe it's sense. yeah. We'll see. I I might wait on this one and kind of see what, what kind of happens as it comes around, but it looks cool. It's a, it's a Square Enix RPG. Yeah. Uh, Apex Legends. I'm, I'm kind of meh. I had heard this was going to be coming out pretty soon for the Switch. Like, I'd heard mm -hmm. rumblings about it online. Um, 
I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. It's it's fine. I think of all the Battle Royale games, Apex Legends is probably the best. Um, with the exception of there's really not a solo option. Like, you're always in squads of three, unless I've changed it since I last played, which is entirely possible. Um, but it's fine. Like, if you if you like Battle Royales but don't want to play Fortnite, Apex Legends is probably the way to go. Um, with it coming to Switch, they're constantly updating it. So, And honestly, I'm not going to lie, Fortnite back, you know, played pretty well on the Switch. I, I could see Apex Legends still playing relatively well um, on the Switch. Yeah, I played some Fortnite when shortly after it came out. Yeah, I'm I'm very bad at it, but like I enjoyed yeah. <laughs> the the few rounds that I played. All right, here come our last few things. So they did mention that at this time they don't have any more news on Breath of the Wild two. Okay, um, wait. That announcement made me very very upset. Obviously, yeah. I I did not particularly care for what they did. <laughs> Because like they they brought Agio Anuma is that how you say his name? I think so. And like he know. shows up on screen, and he's like, "Hey, we know you want news. We don't have any Breath of the Wild two news." Well, I, I'm gonna say that I think if he would if he would have come out or if the Hyrule symbol would have flashed up, I think if they hadn't said anything, I think it would have been a lot worse. I don't know. Perfect. I think I think that's very possible. I'm just saying that <laughs> No, that's totally like, fair. Seeing him on screen, I was like, oh yes, finally. And then it was like, hey, by the way, there's nothing here. But to their credit, I appreciate them communicating. That's a very that's a very fair point. Yeah. Um, and I and while they haven't really said much up until this point, um, you know, and they couldn't just say on their announcement for the direct that there wasn't going to be any Breath of the Wild news. Um, because then people just wouldn't have watched, you know? Like, I think that would have been enough to turn people away. Which is why I think they phrased it the way they did, saying it's they're focusing on games in the first half of 2021 in Smash. I agree um, with that. But, you know, we look, and there are games that are being announced for 2022 <laughs> in this setup. Um, yes, there is precedent for that, though, where they have said... Yeah similar things where it's like yes. oh we're focusing on games coming out in right. this x time frame but it doesn't mean exclusively discussing things in that time frame right and i know people are hyped it's it's zelda's 35th um you know people had a lot of expectations here um and again i do appreciate that they are communicating at least in some form um because we have so many games out there right now that have been announced um, and have been delayed due to COVID or whatever. Um, developers choosing to either throw games out way too early or delay things without really saying what's going on. And I have an appreciation for a developer coming up and saying, hey, I we know why you're here, and I'm sorry we don't have anything for you right now. Um, but just hold tight. Let this cook like it's supposed to. And we'll have we'll have something for you when it's ready. Um, personally, I am so much more in favor of that than them skipping that announcement entirely. Personally, that's a fair point. I'm just saying I got blue balled real hard. <laughs> that's yeah, all, that's all I'm getting. Yeah. At. I, I'm with you. I get you because uh, I, I felt it too. Now, 
this one's going to get me a lot of hate. It's going to happen, and I don't care. Skyward Sword Remaster, and I am so freaking excited for this. I am so happy that Skyward Sword is going to get another chance. Um, Because, man, it looks so pretty. I am moderately excited. I think it'll be fun. I... Again, you had mentioned earlier, we'll discuss more about, like, controllers and button mm. mechanics and stuff. Um, I, I'm glad that they are not making you use the motion controls for this yes. game. Yes. They at well, least understand that that's people's, like, big concern about it. Mm-hmm. So well, good. And I will say, I played Skyward Sword when it came out. Um, you know, it was their... Man, that would have been their 25th, I think. Man, the Wii was that long ago. Um, I know. Because <laughs> it came with that orchestral CD that I played all the time. Um, and here's the thing about Skyward Sword. Okay, People got mad because it was super linear. Like, super linear. Um, which, at that time, pretty much all of them were. Like, Wind Waker's probably the only one with a lot of exception. Like, Ocarina of Time is pretty linear. It just has some minigames to do instead. Um, Majora's Mask is super open, but, you know, it's got its own stuff. Skyward Sword, admittedly, is very, like, one path uh, with a couple deviations. And it reuses a lot of the same mechanics over and over. Like, there's one boss fight I think you do literally four or five times. Like, it's a little much in areas. But it's 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 a lot better than people give it give it credit for. Um, it's technically the first game in the timeline, like for people who care about that. Like this, the story of this game sets the rest of the games in motion. If you want to look at it from a narrative standpoint, um, I think there's also like, oh, what was that? The current, like director of the Zelda games worked on this. This is the first thing that he worked on, I believe is what it is. Something like that. So I think that's also very important, like understanding how Zelda games will be going forward, like seeing mm-hmm. the, how this game eventually became Breath of the Wild. And yeah. they mentioned in the direct as well, how a lot of those mechanics showed up for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like collecting items to upgrade weapons and stuff like that and how yeah. that inspired um breath of the wild and probably games going forward so i think that's also yeah pretty cool and important yeah well and something else i want to mention about this game is you know when you look at it at its original context right so the last zelda game that we had seen when goward sword was released was twilight princess uh, which was released on the Wii's launch. And the Wii was alive for a good amount of time. Right, and that also like cross-released on the GameCube, right? Yes, uh, Twilight Princess did. Mm-hmm. Um, and people did not like Twilight Princess when it came out. Like, people were like, what is this garbage? Like, um, so something about Zelda fans in general and Zelda games, the longer it is before people come back to it, the more people tend to like it. Um, you know, like Ocarina of Time is going to be labeled as a masterpiece forever. Um, I think people like were pretty uh, all right about 
Majora's Mask, but you know, Wind Waker came out and people didn't like Wind Waker when it came out because they were like, what is this garbage? He's like a kid and he's like a cartoon. Like, this isn't a baby game. And then they were like, okay, fine. We'll make the next one like super dark. And we got Twilight Princess and people are like, what the heck is this nonsense? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, yeah, and then people were like, well, I want more like Wind Waker. And so literally Skyward Sword was like, the graphics engine at the time was Wind, Ma- Wind Waker mixed with Twilight Princess. Like, that was, like, the inspiration. Right, it's right down the middle. And uh-huh. I, th- I think that translation of the art direction is really good for Zelda in general. So, I know a lot of people see this, and they think, oh, Skyward Sword, it's the worst of them. Nobody likes it. I'm really hoping that this second chance makes people appreciate it a little bit more. Um, and getting rid of the required motion controls will be very, very helpful. Now, I will say, I am excited to actually at least try the dual Joy-Con mode. Um, because no, quite frankly, the, the, the gyro controls are pretty solid in the Switch. Um, you know, when I was playing Mario Galaxy um, again, and I was like, man, these controls work so much better than they did on the Wii. Like, it actually feels like it's following my motions properly. Um, so I'm hoping that the Skyward Sword stuff translates well also. Um, and I like that there are button controls, too. Uh, I was actually watching a streamer yesterday talk about uh, Skyward Sword, and they said that, you know, one of the reasons they couldn't finish it was because they were unable to, like, maintain the right positions with the Wii Motion Plus because of what it required as far as, you know, direction. So I'm excited for this one to get a second chance. I liked this game. Um, I'm probably one of the few that did. I think that your opinion is more mainstream than you think. I think it's just the people that are the angriest are the loudest. Yeah, and, and, the, ang- and the angry wanted Breath of the Wild too. Like, I'm not... Like, to see, to, like, want Breath of the Wild 2, to see the Hyrule symbol, the developer come in to say, to hear, no Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, but here's this Zelda game that most people didn't like. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, on the one hand, it's good that they at least address the fact that they're still working on Breath of the Wild 2, but, like, they also kind of shot themselves in the foot as far as fan reaction. Anything that came after was going to suck. Like, anything. And I mean, at least it wasn't a game that people like. Like, it's a, a game people already don't like, so it's not like yeah. it's going to change much. Right. But we'll see. I Like I said, I'm I'm ready for it to get its second chance, and I'm hoping some of the issues the Wii version had get resolved in the Switch version. But uh, It's I an HD. I'm, That's pretty cool. It's an HD. It looks so good. Like, this game looks so pretty. I thought it looked good on the Wii, um, but I saw this and was like, it just... Skyward Sword feels like it sits right at home on the Switch. Um, And like I said, I'm hoping that that gives it the second chance it deserves. All right, Matt, here's your big one. I'm pumped. Oh, yeah. Splatoon 3. Splatoon 3. Oh, my goodness. What what a way to end this off. So the trailer was so strange. (laughs) Yes. Um, then you go through the character creation like you normally do at the beginning of Splatoon and you have like a little buddy with a yes, mohawk. That's I love pretty- that. 
And then like the inkling has this weird paint bow that I'm all about. That weapon looks super cool. And she's in like a weird desert wasteland and then gets on a bus and goes to um, Inktopolis. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and I'm it so looked excited. like it looked like the beginning of like uh, Mad Max. It looked like we were going to get like Splatoon Mad Max. Yes, it does look uh, a lot like that. Or like because Borderlands kind of starts the same way when like you're driving through the wasteland and you're on a bus and you select your character. So I that's what I thought of too was we were gonna get like Splatoon Borderlands. I was kind of hoping for like a single player Splatoon thing at first because that's kind of what it looked like to me. Yeah, um, I. But I'm, I'm also just... pumped for like the regular Splatoon Splatoon gameplay and the yeah. soundtrack sounds. Oh my gosh! Cool. I'm excited. I, when this came up and I was like, oh man, I love that this is our last game to talk about here. Um, you know, I didn't, I got the demo or the trial. They had like a trial weekend of Splatoon 2 um, and I liked it enough. Um, and I played, uh, I played a ton of the first Splatoon when it was on Wii U because um, I was one of the few people that had a Wii U and liked it. Uh, <laughs> Aren't you so cool? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I am. Uh, but no, like it was. It was actually. Yeah, I loved. I loved it. I love the Splatoon aesthetic. Um, it's just wacky and fun. I'm kind of with you though. I'm hoping that there's like a more succinct single player experience. Um, I never played Splatoon two, so this is coming for somebody who played Splatoon once. Um, I know Splatoon two had a better one, and that the Octo expansion was pretty cool. I haven't played the Octo expansion. Um, the regular single player is just okay, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. that That's kind of how these multiplayer-focused games tend to go. Um, but like I said, I heard Octo expansion was good, so I'm hoping that like the success of the Octo expansion kind of translates to 3, and we find a better single-player experience, and then the multiplayer will be good. Let's just be honest here. Like, as long as they don't do something silly, uh, I think they'll be fine. Yes, exactly. Like that's what the game is all about. So yeah. So I, I'm hoping to me personally. I think I'll probably end up picking this one up at launch because uh, one of the things that didn't get me into Splatoon Two was I would have gotten it way too late <laughs> to like participate in Splatfests and that kind of thing. And you know, when they brought one back, it was like, well, it's just one. Uh, so I, I'm excited to like hop into this game whenever it comes out with the rest of the community um, and, and participate along as they want you to. Join us. Yes. I'm very excited. So, well, Matt, that's all of our games that was announced at the Direct. Yeah. Um, what do you think overall? I said it at the beginning. Um, this Direct is not... This Direct is for everybody, and not for everybody at the same time. Um, they had a little piece of something for everybody watching, um, but it was nothing like jaw-breaking, defying for most people. Um, I agree. I think that is the best way to put it. For me, though, personally, I'm hyped. Like, there are so many games on here that I am personally excited for. Um you know, it's not quite a Billy Direct, but it's pretty close. Um, 
honestly, by the time uh, Project Triangle Strategy came up, I was like sold. Like when that came up, I was like, I'm good. Um, I will say that I, I think most people will agree with the sentiment that it's kind of a bummer not having Breath of the Wild 2 news. Um, but I went into this not expecting any. You know, I had it in the back of my mind, um, but I was more assuming that it wasn't going to happen. Um, I agree with you. I was hopeful, but not necessarily expecting. But what I'm, you know, and if you're listening and you're like, yeah, that sucks. There was no Breath of the Wild 2. Here, here's what I suggest. There's probably going to be a Zelda mini direct at some point. You know, like they say there's more info to come. It'll probably have its own direct mini direct. Um, there's still plenty of time for them to do something for the year of Zelda 35. Um, you know, there's still time for things to come. Um, and just remember that the longer a game takes is because they want it to be at the best it can be. And I think we can learn from cyberpunk you know cyberpunk i mean really right like yes that was a dumpster fire on all if you yeah if you want a game to be good okay and we're talking about a game that has to follow up breath of the wild like really think about that for a second okay if they showed you tonight some crappy trailer they had to throw together because stuff's not ready it would kill all its momentum that it that people are building up themselves so you know, be glad that they chose to tell us that they're not ready yet, then to get nothing or to get something terrible, and then we get a cyberpunk situation with Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah, that'd be like my worst nightmare. And not right. just that. That's, but... that's everybody's nightmare. You know, mm. nobody wants this game to be bad. I mean, we're talking like, like a game that changed gaming forever. Like, and that's not an exaggeration. Breath of the Wild just changed everything for, for people. Uh, so much so that we're seeing people try to mimic it, and it's not working. You know? Exactly. Like, Genshin Impact is working because it's an anime waifu gacha game. Like, people just like... To, <laughs> people are liking just unlocking their waifus. Like, that's it. Um, that's true. And Immortals Phoenix Rising was like, okay, it's an alright game. Right. So it's fine. But... You have to follow up your own IP in such a drastic way. I am fine with it taking as as long in the oven as it needs to. And not just that, but we also don't really know exactly how the COVID pandemic has impacted Nintendo because they're being Mm -hmm. very quiet about it. Right. So, like, maybe they wanted to have stuff ready by now, and they just don't. And that's okay. Like, yeah. The state of the world is not great right now. Yeah. And so whatever they need to do to like keep their employees like happy and functioning mm-hmm. is way more important than getting a game out when people want it. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I'm disappointed too, but just stuff to keep in mind while we're going. And seriously, you know, even if you have to wait for a sale, give Skyward Sword a chance again. I think you'll find you really appreciate it. Um I will say as well, while, while we're kind of wrapping up, I'm a there's a there's a bunch of anniversaries this year that didn't get any didn't get any love here, um, and I'm hoping that just means we'll see more of them 
in the future. Um, like this year is Donkey Kong's 40th anniversary. And it's been what seven years since seven Tropical? years. Yeah. It's kind so, of a long time. It's a very long time. Um we we were talking about this yesterday, but the mother series, I think this is their twentieth, twenty-fifth, something like that. Um I you know, I would have liked to have seen the at least the uh Earthbound Beginnings and Earthbound come to Switch. Um you know, there there's a lot of stuff that I, I kinda wish had gotten some something, but I'm hoping that just means we'll see more down the line. Yeah, it's only February. Like right. It now that we've had another direct, who knows a when the next one's gonna be? Mm-hmm. And like they're also showing us that they don't mind dropping things on Twitter a month and a right. half before they come out, like Origami King. Like right. Nintendo is going to Nintendo. We don't know what they're <laughs> going to do and when. I think that is the most uh, applicable quote when talking about Nintendo. That should be the episode title. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go for it. Um, but before we go, uh, I do want to shout out um, a, another podcast that is also, probably by the time this goes up, has their own direct episode up. Uh, and they are called, I'm going to make sure I'm saying it right, Up, Up, Download. Uh, it's uh, uh, two, two of uh, our friends here from uh, the school we went to, uh, and they, they also have a direct episode. So if you want to hear two other guys ramble about their opinions on the direct, uh, go check them out. Once again, that is Up, Up, Download. They're also on Spotify and all the other podcasting apps. Uh, so... Be sure to check them out. They're, they're really good. They started uh, at about the same time we started our revival. Uh, so there's about three or four episodes on there for you to go listen to and check out their new uh, direct episode. Also, keep an eye on here. Uh, Matt and I have a couple other episode ideas uh, coming up down the line. Uh, we're very, very excited about those. So, uh, as always, you can find us uh, on Twitter at GamesParlayPod. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to us uh, via the the podcast uh, Twitter, um, we we'd love to hear from you, and especially if you have, uh, we'd love to know your thoughts on on uh, your thoughts on the direct. Feel free to reach out to us and let us know. Uh, and with that, we'll see you all later. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>